Hello everyone, Becca here and uh, I was just thinking about Mother's Day when I was a little girl and I would go downstairs every Mother's Day morning very very early in the morning and I would start making my mum breakfast and it would be like her favourite which was bran flakes or all bran pour it into a bowl, loads and loads of it and then pour loads and loads of milk and loads of sugar into it probably far too much very very soggy brown flakes and then I would put it on a tray because you always have to have a tray on Mother's Day and I would carry it up the stairs it's probably slopping everywhere it's probably going all over the stairs as I'm taking it up and I arrive at my mum's bedroom with her sitting in bed uh, it's probably far too early with my homemade card that's got lots of colourful tissue paper all over it and my funny little words that I wrote and this bowl of soggy brown flakes and boy I was so pleased as punch to give it to her uh, and my children have done that to me over the years and how I've loved it that they have bought what they have got and blessed me with it. So um, I was thinking about this because we are looking today at the story of the feeding of the 5,000. John 6, I'm going to read it to us. After this, Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee and a huge crowd followed him, attracted by the miracles they had seen him do among the sick. When he got to the other side, he climbed a hill and sat down, surrounded by his disciples. It was nearly time for the Feast of Passover. When Jesus looked out and saw that a huge crowd had arrived, he said to Philip, Where can we buy bread to feed these people? He said this to stretch Philip's faith. He already knew what he was going to do. And Philip answered, 200 and silver pieces wouldn't be enough to buy bread for each person to get a piece. One of the disciples, it was Andrew, brother to Simon Peter, said, There's a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But that's a drop in the ocean for a crowd like this. And Jesus said, make the people sit down. And there was a nice carpet of green grass in this place. And they sat down, about 5,000 of them. And then Jesus took the bread and having given thanks, gave it to those who were seated. And he did the same with the fish. And they all ate as much as they wanted. And when the people had eaten their fill, he said to the disciples, gather the leftovers so nothing is wasted. They went to work and filled 12 large baskets with leftovers from the barley loaves. So we have this beautiful story where Jesus looks out on the crowd and he sees need and he sees an overwhelming need that the people have. And then he has this little boy with his loaves and his fishes willing to come and give up his lunch. And uh, I often think, Wow, we live in a world, don't we, where we have a very um, much a scarcity kind of worldview, where we never think that we have enough. We think when we get up in the morning, I haven't had enough sleep. And then we think when we, uh, you know, work, we, we don't have enough holiday and we don't have enough rest and we don't have enough peace in our lives and we can think we haven't got enough money. We never have enough money, whether we've got lots or not a lot. We never feel like we have enough money. We don't feel like we have enough resources. We don't feel like we have enough in our lives. And then of course, sometimes we don't think we are enough. Sometimes we think we're not good enough. We're not clever enough. We're not brave enough. We don't have enough courage. We're not good enough 
daughters or good enough in our jobs or good enough mums or dads. We just don't think we're good enough. Maybe we think we're not thin enough. We're not fit enough. We're not, we're just not enough. And you know, some of those things are true. You know, some of those things we haven't got enough of. Uh, You may not have enough money. You may not have enough. And then some of those things are lies. They're not true. They're things that we have thought over and over again. They become patterns in our thinking. They become our worldview that we just don't have enough. And that's not always the truth. But you know, whether it's true that we do have enough or whether it's uh, true that uh, we're just believing that, Jesus speaks into our, I haven't got enough. And he speaks into it with this story. So along comes this little boy wholeheartedly bringing his not enough. He hasn't got enough food to feed all those people. He hasn't got enough food to give to everyone. But he wholeheartedly comes and brings what he has. And there's a few things that I noticed that Jesus does. First of all, he focuses not on what he doesn't have, but he focuses on what he does have. He doesn't have food for everyone, but he does have loaves and fishes. And he focuses and he looks at what he does have. Sometimes it's easy for us to focus on on what we don't have, not on what we do have. And then the second thing he does is he's grateful. He's thankful. He says, thank you, God, for these loaves and fishes. Thank you, God, for this meal that we're going to eat. And uh, I think gratefulness is so powerful. And over this time when we have uh, had the pandemic, we talk a lot about gratefulness. And it can become quite cliche and it can become something that we say a lot and loses its meaning. But, you know... It's so important that we not only say thank you, saying thank you is is good and, and easy in some ways, but we are thankful. It's like the difference between saying sorry and being sorry. There is a difference in it. When we say thank you, it's easier, but when we are thankful, it's deliberate. It's uh, deliberately saying, I will be thankful in the middle of this hard time, in the middle of this challenging time, I will be thankful. I don't think it's just an Instagram post or a, or a Facebook post. It's so important that we are thankful for what God has given to us. We're thankful when we don't feel we have enough and when we don't feel we are enough. And then the last thing that I see Jesus does is he shares. He shares his not enough. He shares his loaves and his fishes. He shares what he doesn't have. He gives it away. He gives away that not enough. And what happens? It multiplies. It multiplies miraculously. Everybody gets to eat. There's even 12 baskets full of bread left over. Everyone gets their fill. He multiplies the little boys not enough into something spectacular and amazing. When we bring our not enough to God, he multiplies it. When we say, we'll share, I'll share my money. I don't feel I have enough, but I'm going to share it anyway. I'll share my time. I don't feel like I have enough, but I'm going to share my time. I'll share my resources. I'll share my life. I'll share the things that you've given to me, God. Even though I feel that sometimes I'm not enough, I'm going to share what I have with others, 
with my community, with those around me. You know, the most amazing thing is that when my mum died two years ago, we went up and we saw some of the things that she had kept. One of those things were our Mother's Day cards to her. Our Mother's Day cards that had funny little words and tissue paper. They weren't all professional. Maybe they weren't enough. But do you know what? They were precious and treasured by her. You know, when we bring our not enough to God, he treasures it. It's not only that it blesses other people, it's not only that it multiplies in the hands of God, but he treasures it when we bring what we feel is not enough. And he loves it. He loves us. And so be blessed this Mother's Day. Bring your not enough to God and watch what he does with it.